Miss Shora, kiss, 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 kiss. Miss Cast. It's the Miss I'm your host, Dove Catch, and that that little stinger at the beginning there, before we actually had the official Miss Cast stinger, that was sent in by one of our campers who was so excited by uh, the Camp Masora Masora cast that he decided to record his own stinger. Um, and uh, feel free to send in your own Masora cast, 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 cast uh, stingers to uh, office at campmasora.com, and we'll put them onto the show. We have a very special show this week. I'm here with uh, Camp Director Head Muckety Muck, Mr. Ari Katz, Rabbi Ari Katz, sorry, along with, we're proud to introduce to the Masora cast airwaves, Rabbi Daniel Hartstein, the official, I don't know, what's, what's his title, Ari? What are we calling him? He is the Roche BMP. Is that correct? Shalom. Yes, that is my title. Uh, Rabbi Hartstein's in from Israel. He flew in just for... Uh, he flew in for Dougie's. We all know he really <laughs> flew in for Dougie's. I don't but know who Dougie is. You don't know who uh, Dougie Okay. For a so restaurant if on... If he's a BMP you know, student that wants to come, then <laughs> I will be happy. A restaurant <laughs> on West Englewood Avenue. That's why you flew in. We uh, all know but I could that. tell you one thing. that You know I, how I know that his program is going to be a success because... There is very serious learning that's always going along along with Rabbi Hartstein, but it's always around really solid food. Really so solid food. And really solid. and now that, that Camp Masora has really, really, really a brand new kitchen and a brand new dining room, that that's really why he came. Just imagine what's going to be served at every uh Poppers. Yeah. Every, every meal is going to be poppers pretty much across the board. Rabbi Hartstein, what is your favorite food to be served at this year? Um, you know, I'm a big salad guy. Uh, you know, I love the salads. Now, uh, now we know he's not telling uh, the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, besides meeting with Dougie, I did meet with uh, two other outstanding boys, uh, Carlos and Gabby. Carlos and, and they, uh, you know, they're very interested in the program as well. So uh, uh, we're very excited. Rabbi Harsa, I do have one question before we really begin. Okay, sure. When you're here, how many meals do you do a day? Like, how many breakfast sittings do you have? How many lunch and how many dinners? So th- just so I understand, I don't really understand technology because I'm from Israel. This podcast is just between us, right? My wife's not going to yeah, hear your this wife or anything. Is definitely not. No, no, this no. is great. Serena, shut it off um, right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. I'm here actually uh, recruiting for my yeshiva, Yeshiva Leifa Torah, in uh, the beautiful Ramat Shila, Ramat Pichemish area. And um, the first day that I was in last week, Tuesday, uh, this was my following uh, meal uh, progression. We started off with uh, a restaurant. Are we allowed to mention restaurant names? Yeah, why not? I don't, sure, want, why not? You know, I don't know about the advertisers that advertise on this podcast. Uh, so I started off with that's poppies. The, that's the other radio show. Poppies, right. Okay. I started off with poppies. I took out uh, uh, some guys over there. Um, of course, you know they have to pay because we're very ethical. And uh, then I went on to uh, our friends at uh, SAR, went to Carl's and Gabby's. There was a lot of guys, Baruch Hashem. We had over 20 guys that applied. So then I had to go ahead and have two sittings because it's a small place. So we did two. <laughs> Two lunches over there. Um, I had a, it was a Shiloh whether I should wash twice or not. It was a whole Gansa Maisa. Uh, but we did that. And uh, then we went back to uh, Dougie's uh, for the evening uh, with uh, other guys from TABC. Um, and then, of course, you know, I needed to have dinner then after that because I had dinner. And, uh, and it was early. It was only 10 o'clock. And I went back to my parents' house and told them, of course, I didn't eat dinner. My mom, uh, uh, you know, thankfully uh, made something for me. So it's hard. It's what we call Monsieur Snefesh. It's, it's not something, you know, but I got to do it. You know, I'm doing it. I want to get students. Um, that's the way to encourage them. And if I need to eat, you know, kazinta hay. And, and to be honest, 
Um, I need to make up for those that unfortunately don't eat anymore, uh, like Rabbi Katz and 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 uh, and Mr. Katz. Yes, we're uh, we're trying to figure out if we can so actually make schnitzel with Metafast bars. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's possible. It's it's a very very sad state of affairs. Yeah. So you only did two lunches, two dinners. That that's a pretty light day for you. It's a, yeah, it was a light day. You understand there was jet lag that you know is speaking okay. and uh, I got nervous. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So the BMP program is a new program instituted at Camp Masora for what age is this program for? What what is this guy's post yeshiva in Israel, post high school? No, people don't hear if you shake your head. You have to answer some <laughs> Basically the and I'll let uh, Rabbi Hartstein talk in a minute. The way that this program started um, you know, Baruch Hashem, we still have a, uh, a wonderful kollel uh, run by Rev. Uh, Mayor Goldvich. Um, there are also many boys who are coming back from their year in Israel that uh, want to have that opportunity to learn, but also not ready to completely learn the entire day and really want to experience some of the other things going on in camp and give back to camp. Uh, we brought Rabbi Hartzin on board to uh, give many of these uh, new staff members, these BMP guys, the opportunity um, to learn, um, to really continue on from their studies in Israel, but also give back um, to the campers. I think one of the nicest things about those kind of boys coming back from Shana Olive, Shana Bet, is that they've gained so much. They've seen what's going on in the camp, and, and our campers, especially in Mesora, they love um, the ruach. They love the ruchnius. They love they love the singing, the dancing, the shiurim. Uh, in addition to all the sports and all the other things out there, they really have a great time with this and really uh, positively influence. So, uh, Rabbi Hartson, if you want to tell a little more about sure. the program, sure, that'd be great. Um, you know, if you don't mind, I don't know if it's ever been done in podcast history. I'll start off with a very brief Devar Torah, which I think really exemplifies. Never, never been done on this podcast done. before. Yeah. That's right. Actually, Michael Pellico did did try telling a Devar Torah last week, but we ran out of time. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> Are we done now? Yeah, we we done, ran out of time? It. I'm sorry. We're out of time. Uh, you know, this week's Parshas is Parshas Vayikras. So, you know, there's that, that famous uh, line, why is the olive small? And uh, we know the, the regular Mephorshim that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was an Anuf, and he wanted to be called the same as, as Bilam was called. Uh, but there's another idea that we know, Vayikra, when, when the Pirkei Elva says, you know, Ben Chamesh Mikra, so it's the first, uh, in, in many different yeshivas, certainly in cheders, is the first thing that they learn is Vayikra. And the answer is because the small elephant. This question is why. So the answer that's generally given is because, you know, you should know that in life as a Jew, you need a lot of sacrifices, right? Because it's about sacrifices. Vayikra is talking about sacrifices. So it's funny, Rav Hirsch, um, you, you know, he, he speaks about the idea of korban, and he said he was very upset that it had been interpreted, I guess, into German, but it was interpreted as, as a sacrifice. Because it's not a sacrifice. Sacrifice, of course, implies that you're giving something and you got to give it up, and that's it. He said the word korban actually means karev, to come close to. It's our way of getting closer to Hashem. Um, and, 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 you know, the idea of this kolel is really that, is that, yes, learning is very important, but as we stress, you know, also here, you know, when I'm in Yeshiva Leva Torah, we stress that same idea. It's not only about... Uh, the learning of Torah for your whole life. It's that, well, what are you doing for the Jewish people? How are you going to give back? So I think this is the perfect complement. You have boys that are Shana Aleph and Shana Bet. Um, they're looking for something to do. They also want to give back, which I think is extremely important. And they're going to start to recognize that they're unbelievable role models. The guys look up to them. You know, these are the guys that they saw a year ago, two years ago in the camp, and they remember them. They were the good guys on the sports courts. And they're saying, wow, look what these guys have accomplished. So the concept is that. The concept is the giving back. It's the karev. It's becoming close, getting close to guys and really proving uh, you know, what they can be. It's pretty good, by Thank the way. That, that I've was, been practicing that all was, night. I wow. didn't sleep all night. Yeah. Wow. I lost an hour of sleep, but I w- I'm good. I want to come now, but uh, 
Wow. You, you know, the, 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 I'll just give you a little bit of you know what we're trying to accomplish and why I think it's a little bit different. Uh, I think the BMP word has been used many, many times in many different camps that offer it. What's different here is as follows. So first of all, uh, we're recruiting guys who are interested in a little bit different style of learning. Uh, it's halacha chaburas, and what that means is is that the guys are going to be learning uh, sugyas. They're going to be learning exactly uh, how to learn uh, not just a piece of gemara. Uh, but how to learn the actual halachic inyanim that are coming up. You know, whether it's, we're discussing, you know, whether it's discussing yichud or discussing, uh, you know, uh, are you allowed to, you know, annihilate uh, a terrorist uh, if he's not armed. All these different shilas that come up through looking at circuits. The guys are going to really delve into that. Um, and the concept is also is that at the, the evening uh, when they're learning, they're going to develop their own chaburas. And imagine that. Imagine the great ability to give over their Torah to the campers. And then the future, the, the real goal that I have is that they're going to go back to their communities and they're going to be able to and able to give shurim to uh, you know uh, their own community. Imagine that you know between Minchamai, what a great nachas! A guy who's coming back from Shana Aleph has been able to develop himself that he can give a shear that people will be interested in in a halachic inyan, um, you know, in, in in a large shul. So I, I think there's no greater uh, nachas of that. And again, that flip side of it also, it's not just about the learning. What are you doing to give back? And I think that that's uh, something. And I'll be honest with you, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm quite new to the camp uh, realm. Uh, but one thing I constantly hear about uh, Camp Masora, and, and I have to say I've spoken to some wonderful people, um, but amongst them are some of the great rabbis uh, that we you know look up to, and I you know I've done my research. Um, I'm not only coming, as I'm sure you know Ari knows, the the, the extreme uh, amount of money that Masora is paying me to come is is not the only reason I'm coming. It's the poppers, um, right? Poppers, right. Poppers. It's the free food and the golf cart. But it, uh, wait, 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 hold on, he gets a golf cart. <laughs> What's so, that about? You remember how he said he was up all night? I think yeah, he was like yeah. instead of <laughs> sheep, he, would take, he saw golf carts go oh, over. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I understand that in camp world, golf cart is like that's even more than a lanyard with a key, with a key to the canteen. I, I try, I tried golf cart and I tried canteen cart. Both of them, you know, was met with a lot of laughs. A lot of laughs. Okay, um, yeah. Okay. But sorry. what I was saying was, is I spoke some great, some of the great about them. I don't, you know, I don't want to have to say their names. I don't know if they give me permission, but. Um, they they all said you know they 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 brought out what is Camp Masora. It's that we spoke about ruach a little bit before. You know that's exactly it. These guys these boys are able to come back to an environment and say, wow, I love Judaism, Kariv. I'm coming close to. Um, that's what Masora, That's why I want to be part of this. Uh, as you can imagine, um, many many camps you know sought out. Uh, to have our family come because you know who doesn't want seven extra kids that's right in their I camp mean, hey. you know everybody wants that but uh, I, I will tell me you know this was this was a decision you know living in Israel Baruch Hashem uh, we didn't mention yet but I you know I am a member formerly of of the lovely community uh, of the Teaneck Bergenfield community so uh, you know being able to come back is great but I can't imagine doing it any other place, you know, the Camp Masora. Just surely what I've heard about it and, and what goes on there and, and the ruach and, and the learning and the seriousness and really being able to attach themselves to really what is what is Judaism, what Judaism should be, is, is, is great. And the color run and the climbing wall and uh, slip and slide baseball and all that other fun stuff that goes with camp. Now, now Rabbi Katz, th- there, is, there is one thing I did need to say. It's not only Rabbi Hartstein that Camp Masora is getting. It's also Mrs. Serena Hartstein that Camp Masora is getting, who's going to be, what is her position going to be this year in camp? That That's a great, great point. So uh, Serena is going to, um, what what, uh, what was the exact title? She is the director, uh, she's she's the director, I believe it's called Director of Campus Life for, right. the, uh, for the staff. 
Um, and what, what, what happens is this like there's going to be Rabbi Hartstein and Rabbi Mike Sohn and all these personalities where guys get to go learn and have tishes with and um, be involved with the campus at large. Uh, Serena is going to be there for the girls, for the entire girls campus, um, programming at night, some tishes and making sure that they're shirim. And I think the most important piece is, again, even as young teens, uh, we look at them as their workers, but they're away from home for two months. Uh, they need someone to talk to, to hang out with, to be a real uh, role model, to have that mother figure. And she's going to be there, and we're really excited to have that kind of position, which is really needed. That's awesome. So she's going to do programming, be uh, an extra, you know, uh, a shoulder to lean on kind of thing for the the girls staff but most importantly inspiring and and be inspiring that's awesome and and i'm sure lead power walks up and down or whatever the not name not power is. walks that's insulting yeah. runs power yeah. runs power walk was was back in the days back of, in the days of, of bergen and, and uh, yeah now back she's in the gone day. on to marathons wow she ran the Tavari marathon <laughs> she, unfortunately i mean unfortunately for me um, <laughs> why because you were stuck watching the kids or you had no 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 we, we had to we sit went out of the area um it was pouring rain <laughs> one of the historic days in israel where it, it rained the entire marathon they never had that in the history literally the history of the state of israel uh it affected me in a, in a very serious way i know it's so hard for you standing on their umbrella with, uh, with yeah and, with and those the, jelly you know the breakfast situation is you know in israel um you know you have that all you can eat oh. breakfast and uh because it was raining i came back and, and i had to dry the clothes i mean, almost missed breakfast so let's put it that way <laughs> that, that, that so that was hard for all of claudia israel you know and uh but she's a runner she's great you know she she serves as a, a rakezet now for uh for tzferet um, and this is what she's great at. I mean, what, I, I, what does that mean? In, sure, I'll explain in English, to you. Please? I don't. It's I'm not, from even, it's not even a Hebrew. Please. I'll be honest. Ani, ani paron. It's not even exactly. a, a word in Hebrew. I thought um, I'm the really only one who says that. Really, what she is is, I guess, because they don't in, in girls' seminaries, they don't want to use the, the term. But it, she's basically a mashkia. Ani paron tov, by the way. You know, and and that's uh, what she's serving as a mashkiach. She has girls, and this is a really a wonderful program that they do in the seminaries. Um, that all the girls, basically, I think she has twelve girls that she's in charge of. She meets them you know a few times a week and she does a, a chabura for them um again to they connect cholent at the girls chabura are like carrot sticks yeah totally carrot, carrot sticks, sticks yeah, with like low, low calorie dressing yeah, probably yeah <laughs> some of the metafast things yeah they, some they serve those bars. bars my wife's made granola bars <laughs> it's funny because when I, when i'm in yeshiva so uh when when i used to give we i used to give a sunday night chabura in my house which is great because you have all the, the leftovers and stuff like that and um you know I come to this Tuesday night. I'm like, oh, excited. My wife's going to bake something, whatever. And I'm like, what is that? And she's like, oh, they're granola bars. <laughs> and, you know, and it's not, not at all. for the guys. It's That's not appropriate for me. But you want to know the funny thing in camp? Like, I always thought, like, you know, when I'm going to barbecue, like, girls' divisions come over for a barbecue. So I'm getting the chicken ready and all that. They they, 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 yeah. wa- they want the steaks, the hamburgers, the hot dogs. They're like, we only get the vet, we only get the uh, the the Morning Star Farm stuff over on Girls Campus. Can yeah. you make us the real hot dogs? Yeah, and, and hamburgers. I'll pull it out the chicken. They're like, that's not for us, that's right? Not for us, right? I, yeah. I have to say that that you know, if I were to compare Leif Hatora with uh, with Ferret. Um, you know, I probably get in trouble with this, but you could delete this later. Um, <laughs> I think Teferi eats a lot more uh, on, on a given show. You know, we're, we're having every Shabbos, we're having guests over from one of them, not together, of course, Chas Shalom, Lo Lenu. But uh, <laughs> we're having either Teferi over or we're having, you know, Leva Torah boys. I think Teferi pounded down much, much more than. than uh, so, yeah, I think it's uh, it's definitely a reality. By, um, by the way, you could see why um, uh, amongst all of his response, Rabbi Hartson's responsibilities in Leva Torah, that. 
he's in charge of the food also. I was going to say, because we've, done like, we've you, done like five minutes that, of Torah right? and ten <laughs> minutes of food so far on this show. Yeah. This is, I, this I is very am important. The, uh, yeah, that hey. is probably one thing that I... Uh, I, yeah, I think enjoy. I think Lubavitch is proof that the way to uh, you know the way to a person's Yiddishkeit is through oh, is through sure. through Kiddush basically you know chon potato kugel that that's how they do it throughout the throughout the world you know in Hong Kong and in Minneapolis and all those other far reaches of the world you know that's that's how they they're Makariv people so obviously Rabbi Hartstein is a is a subscriber to that so we're gonna have boys who are post high school come back. Correct. Learn, but not only just sit and learn all day. They're going to be involved in camp activities, and they're going to they're going to pass it on. They're going to sure. be uh, having chaburas and cla- uh, not classes, but uh, discussion groups yeah. with campers. And that's that sounds like a really really exciting program. And the guys in the program, how many hours a day would you say if you had to split the day up into percentages? How many hours a day will they be learning? How many hours a day will they be doing activities? Sure. How, how is that going to work? So the the uh, they're going to be two days a week. They're going to be working. Um, you know, taking over the counselors who are going to be off. Besides for that, obviously, it's a full learning program. So they're learning from the mornings. They have that, you know, afternoon break. You know, one of the things that I think that we try to establish here is that for them to get a, a, a piece of Israel uh, that comes back. So it's very similar to their Shana Aleph experience in Israel. Um, you know, it's very difficult when guys uh, want to acclimate themselves back uh, coming, f- you know, from Eretz Israel. So they're going to have that still that taste. Obviously, with Rav Goldberg there, um, they'll have that, and hopefully with myself as well. Uh, so you're learning in the morning. You have uh, the lunch break. They'll have off a few hours. They'll be able to use the courts, and they'll be able to, uh, you know, uh, whatever activities that they want to do, they'll be able to do that. There'll be an afternoon Seder where they'll go back. Again, there uh, we'll have a Bikia Seder, but it, we'll be doing a lot of out-of-the-box type of things. Um, I've already spoken to the camp rabbi, Rabbi Bixen, and hopefully he'll be involved as well. Um, I want to do hands-on things. So, I, yes. I do want to give them a tour of the kitchen. Wow. Uh, I want them to see, um, you know, what it is to have a camp kitchen. What is Bishalak and what is Barsha Vachalov? A tour of the Erev, be able to do that. Let them see hands-on. There's no Shkita class, though, right? No. Um, I, I, We've done that in camp we, before. Yes, I, I would like to do that. We do that in Leva Torah. It's one of the... Is that the, the guy I, with I, the I'm chainsaw serious. building the cabins? It, you, know who co- <laughs> you know who comes? <laughs> who comes? R- Rabbi Center. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It, it, you know, it's we do it in in, in Levatora. You do beekeeping, the the halachas of beekeeping. No, yeah. There's That's so many. Cool. You know, I, we were going over different ideas that I had, and and I certainly I take this from some of the experience in Levatora where we do the same type of activities. Practical halacha. Right. It's practical halacha, and the guys see it. You know, when a guy, it's funny because you know we we have seventy shanal students, and when we do the shchita, you would imagine there's a lot of guys who are like, okay, that's you know just not for me, which is fine, uh, and usually. Over 90% of the guys stay, and almost all of them afterwards go, wow. I, first of all, they all report back, I didn't realize how humane this religion right. is, because, of course, is that, you know, that's number one. But you, if you don't see it, you know, we talk about shanas, you talk about all these different mitzvahs, of techelas, if you don't see it hands-on, so, so you're not going to know about it. You know, I, I'm fortunate to be a Talmud of Ravarin Salvechik. And Rav Aaron Salvechik always used to teach us the idea of the, the importance of knowing the secular, of knowing a lot about, you know, if you don't know that, there's no way you'll be able to follow and understand halacha. He always used to talk about, you know, even though what's going on in the world, to be able to, to relate to that. You know, we just got through the, the parshas of learning about the Kohen Gadol. The Kohen Gadol always used to where it sits on his head, um, and he had the Choshen. He had that combination, what Rob Aaron would call logic of the mind, logic of the heart. So we want to develop them. I know this sounds, you know, maybe it's a little bit early for this, but develop them into into really great people who who not just, you know, the greatest sign of a posake uh, is somebody who not just gives you an answer right away, but thinks about it and, 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 and it hurts his heart. And he's something that he, you know, he has to uh, 
you know, not just open up a Mishnah Brew and say, oh, this is the halacha, understand what's going on. So that's what we want to develop with these guys. And, and just one other point, you, you know, you spoke about Chabad. Um, it, it, you know, and one of the most amazing parts of, you know, really real life uh, in the communities that we live in is the inspiration that, you know, kids get, especially teenagers, when they see their own peers. You know, uh, I'm a rabbi. Um, so when they see a rabbi, they just expect there to be a certain monocone of uh, this is the way they are. But when they see somebody who, you know, quote unquote, was like them a few years, and this is the way they're acting, and this is the way they're doing, and they're making brachas, and it, it's totally it, it's a game changer for them. So that's why that important. You know, it's so important to have a program like this. You know, you you could try until you're, you know, was the term I don't know, red in the face or blue in the face or something like that. I don't know. I'm from Israel, so um, I'm still in Yiparon. So. Uh, you you can try to do it as rabbis and try to inspire, but at the end of the day, you know these kids are looking at it and saying, "Okay, he's a rabbi, like he has to do that." Imagine, you know, a, a student. Imagine somebody who's eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old, um, who again they know, they saw, they live in their communities. Like, wow, this guy's doing that. Hey, that's cool now. And, and I think that's what we're trying to do here. And I think that the guys are going to love that. And as I said, yeah, there'll, there'll be a great practical side where the guy's going to come out, you know, unbelievably knowledgeable in, in so many different areas. You so, know, uh, uh, by the way, I was, when I went to Israel a few weeks ago, uh, Rabbi Hartstein took me on a tour of Leiva Torah. I thought you were going to say he took me on a tour of Shawarma places, but that too. No, unfortunately, we didn't allow that. No, yeah. We'll get to the, I'm sure we'll tell the donkey story as well. Yeah, you, you feel free. But oh the food was a big letdown for Rabbi Hartstein because I would only eat a salad. But be that as it may, we went to Leiva Torah. You, you really could see they have a very unique model there of kids walking around being inspired very different uh, than the other yeshivas are really hitting the kids and shout out to Rav Boaz who I happen to have spent a lot of time with he really is an incredible person Uh, Rav Boaz and with all the staff Rabbi Hartstein they really get the kids and uh, really know how to inspire the kids Um, you know what really hit home with me was we, we went to visit a couple of prominent yeshivas and Rabbi Harsin was telling over about this halacha model, and you, you you see the excitement, and it also comes with comedy, which I think is very important for the kids. That that the learning is not dry, and you're just sitting there and breaking your teeth over, you know, series of gemaras. He, he's taking different sugyas, and when he talked about the whole concept of halacha. Do you remember some of the kids' faces? There was one particular... Yeah. My Rosh Yeshiva just talked yeah. about how come none of these camps and none of these institutions are doing halacha? And the more I hear about it, and the more I, I talk about it now, because it's something new to me also, I mentioned it uh, to my cousin. I was sitting with him from Passaic the other day, and he goes, I've been saying this for years, that the, the, the kolels in general, they should be doing halacha, halacha and doing different sigas. And I think that excitement builds the inspiration in these base marriage program guys who then will be excited to give it over to the kids. And for me personally, watching this excitement, I, I, I told Rabbi Hartstein that any time these BMP guys give a, a chabura, I'm going to go and listen because a, I, I want to learn. I think it's very interesting. But to watch the excitement and the confidence that is built, how many guys really have that confidence coming out of Shana Aleph that could speak publicly? And I think Rabbi Hartstein is going to build that. And most importantly, then using these guys as role models and coaching on the basketball courts for our kids to see, it to me is one of the most incredible things to watch. I, I forgot to bring it, but I did find um, my Ari Katz's baseball card from about 12 years ago, and I meant to bring it. Um, and it says, you know, Ari Katz, first base, favorite player, I don't know, Derek Jeter, whatever, mm-hmm. coach, Daniel Hardstein. Get from out the, of here. From the Bergenfield really? Broncos from, wow. from like a long time ago. But wow. uh, that's a very interesting <laughs> point, though. The, the Halakha Lamaisa 
is, is something that is sorely missing in a lot of the yeshiva educations. And people just kind of, you know, it's how big your hat is and what color your shirt is, right. as opposed to do you know the halacha of why you're doing what mm -hmm. you're doing? So, so here's a question, where we're going we're gonna to broach a, uh, a, a kind of uh, a sensitive topic, which is you get these guys that come back from Shana Aleph, and they're completely flipped out of their brains. They don't know, you know, they don't know if they're coming or going. They went to yeshiva in uh, shorts and a T-shirt. They come back in their uh, black pants and white shirt and kind of don't know how to acclimate themselves back into real life. Is this program for that kind of kid, is this going to get him to kind of uh, really understand how you can be that same person learning all day or half the day or whatever, living a Torah lifestyle, but at the same time being able to relate to the person you used to be or being able to relate to even your family. You know, sometimes these kids come back from Israel and they, they can't even talk to their own parents anymore because they just have, have like some magical switch got flipped in their head <laughs> and they, they really, they, they, they don't know how to, how to react or, or relate to people that they grew up with their whole lives because uh, something happened in Israel. Is this program for that kind of kid to kind of ease their way back into real life, as we could put it? You know, on one hand, yes, and on one hand, no. What I mean by that is um, I've been very lucky and that Rabbi Katz has allowed me to be uh, specific in, you know, the type of boy that we're looking at. And just because somebody's interested in coming does not mean that they uh, will be accepted. So there is an interview process. Um, and, and that person, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to say this on the air, but but I will. Uh, you know, we're probably not going to be taking a lot of guys this year from Panovich um, and the Mir Yeshiva. Um, and the reason for that is is that, you know, they're not going to be – they need to be relatable. They might be the greatest learners in the world, um, but that's not what the program is for. It's not just about learning. So, you know, the guys that we're taking, we're specific in the type of guys that they are. And if we see, you know, that there's, you know, a little bit too much of some of the things that you describe – uh, you know, that's not what the program is for. On the other hand, any boy that's going to come back, I mean, any yeshiva, uh, there is, you know, they have to acclimate. I think this is a very soft landing for them because they're going to a great environment of learning. Um, and then they'll get to see and they'll get to experience. And by the way, and I think camp is a great experience just in general to start to see what I, you know, in, in many ways, what real life is. And they start to understand and say, well, you know, what goes on again? Even if something like a, as simple as a tour of the kitchen, then all of a sudden Shiloh's come up and say, oh, wait, wait a minute, in my house, we actually, you know, you mentioned that one of the um, chaburas that we're giving, we spend about a week on this, um, is, is, you know, kashras in the home. And we start to go ahead and, and discuss what your parents do in their home. Right. How, um, many, how many times have you heard about the kid who comes home from Israel right. and tells, tells right. his mother, I can't eat in your house anymore. Right. I, I, we get those Everything yeah. you're doing is wrong. We get those calls uh, quite frequently. <laughs> we prepare the guys, actually. We have uh, you know, over a month of, of preparation. So not only they're prepared for that, they're prepared for college. And they know. Um, and that's one of the things that we want to be able to do as well, um, that they understand that. Listen, one of the, uh, you know, there's nothing to do with Campus Sora. But one of the saddest things I see is, 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 is uh, boys that come back from you know yeshivas and, and girls from seminaries and you just said about being relatable we actually actually interestingly enough i i see a lot of the 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 opposite of that which is amazing um uh, we get a lot of compliments at levator where boys are coming back and all of a sudden they started talking to talk to the parents again you know wow. you go through high school where the kids don't want to talk right, exactly and, and uh, i just uh, um i think it was last week i, I do something on, on why you tore every week called lessons from the lave uh, which uh, a short piece on the parsha to inspire. It's really for the alumni and some of the you know our Shana Aleph and Shana Bet boys come, and uh, it's one of the things that I mentioned. We were talking about it two weeks ago, and I said, "Has you know how many guys raise your hand? How many guys um, have emailed, written a letter, uh, said anything thanking their parents? Do you know how unique this experience is 
do you have any idea, you know, that you're certainly probably your grandparents and certainly great, they didn't have this opportunity, you know, in, in my day. Our parents didn't have the right. opportunity. Um, you have this amazing opportunity. It is not a free opportunity. Have you thanked your parents for that? And a lot of the guys, and, you know, thankfully they, they usually mention my name and then I get a shout out <laughs> from the parent and they're like, oh my God, my son sees a tzaddik, it's because of you, which is true. And but they but, probably also say, Rabbi Hartsey told me to call. Right. So thank <laughs> you. Um, but it, it's a reality. It's funny because uh, Rav Goldvich was actually in our yeshiva, I believe in January, um, and he, he said a very, very similar thing to what I'm saying. He, he went a little extreme. He did something. I don't know if you guys know what this is. But, uh, what, he, he wanted them, shock at somebody? No, he, he wanted them to mail a letter. And, yeah. the kid, you know, and everybody's looking at each other well, and they're what's like, the, a, what's a, what? Do you remember Do you remember the aerograms? Yeah, of oh, course. The aerograms, you would open them with up. The, with the deer, <laughs> with the antlers, what was that? And, and then, you would try your best to try to be able to read the whole exactly. thing because you had ripped half you of it. You ripped half of it and the text got stuck to one side. I remember my year in Israel was uh, when they in, uh, invented something called a fax machine. Oh. But it wasn't paper yet. It was that It was that, that roll. Know? So I remember my sister, uh, shout out to my sister who's hosting me, Janine Marquet, wonderful people uh, who put up with me while I'm here in America. Very difficult for them. Their house is full of all this Costco stuff and things I'm trying to pack. And Amazon comes every uh, 10 right, minutes. Right, every 10 much. minutes, exactly. Um, in any case, so, you know, you, you, you remember, you know, the time when my sister, she sent me a fax. And it was like I was the the superstar of the yeshiva, you know. Got a fact. So we, don't, yeah, you know, whatever. But the, the 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 fact is, is that it is something that you want to teach these boys, and you want to say to them, what is hakarasata? What is it? We, we talk about it all the time in yeshiva. Um, so I do think to answer your question, your difficult question, I do think it's something that we will definitely work on, and we want to develop them. You know, some of the guys that I speak to, it's funny you say that. They say, well, you know, kibbutzava aim entails that I can't go away for the summer. I need to stay with my parents. And I'm just like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> I don't think you want to be home. For eight weeks, you it sounds good on paper. Your parents, all the things they're doing right, wrong. Right. Yeah, and, and that's something. Listen, that is something that we want. We want to speak about where, where you know, you want to be able to tell guys, hey, calm down. <laughs> this is you know the sock that they got. Uh, it's you know unless unless you're going in and your parents are you know Shabbos morning are making steaks for you uh, on the grill. You know you got to be careful to know what what's halacha and you know what's derisas, what's derabanans, what's cool. You know you got to know them. That, that's what a cold develops. A guy, you know, I had a. a, a uh, a number of months ago, one of my jobs, as, as Rabbi Katz mentioned, is a mashkiach of, of our kitchen. In, in uh, surprisingly, you're like you're like you're like a Jamaican Jew. You have like eight hundred. Yeah, jobs. yeah, I do a lot. I do a lot. The director it's all revolved around food. Right. Well, Robert, that's the director, true. everything I, has to do with food. Uh, yeah. the machine, or we have this or that. Yeah. Or that. Is it? We, somebody asked me yesterday. Say, you're the director of finance. Why are you doing recruiting? I'm like, because it involves food. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when, when, when we were thinking of uh, the, the, the trip that we do now is something that at least Yeshiva Leva Torah doesn't like. Uh, basically, what we're doing is that we're coming in and the guys just made their final decisions yesterday. And uh, so uh, we're, we're talking to the guys about it. So, you know, sometimes it has to be done over food. Um, that's the reality. But the question is, why do you have to come in and want to do it? So when we were developing, so we didn't do it. A lot of the other yeshivas were doing it. We never did it. We didn't believe in it. And two years ago, we're like, what are we going to do? Every yeshiva is doing this. Who can we send in to do this? Uh, and like every Rebbe, like, uh, obviously, it's going to be Hardstein. <laughs> you know? So we actually, I actually, the, we have a name for the trip on the calendar. It's called the Carlson Gabby trip. That's hysterical. As opposed to Rabbi Ari Katz, which is the avoid a snowstorm trip. <laughs> if there's going to be a snowstorm, miraculously, he has to go to a parlor <laughs> meeting somewhere that it's yeah. warm. It was not, he had very nice weather, Baruch Hashem, in Israel. Um, I don't know. Wait, I don't want to miss out on the donkey story. I just got to tell you the donkey story. We went to a wonderful yeshiva, Yeshiva Shalavim, 
um, or Shalabim, if you live in Israel. And uh, we went there, and as we're coming out and going to the car, we see these two kids with, obviously, a donkey, which is certainly in Israel, it's just another form of transportation. And uh, not surprising at all, it's like, you know, in camp, a golf cart. Um, and I said to Rabbi Kaiser, Rabbi Katz, you got you got to go on this. You got to go on this. Uh-oh. It'll be crazy. I said, oh, you take pictures. It'll be great. So I went up to the kids and I'm like, can you go on this? He's from America, you know. You know. And they're like, oh, obviously, you know, Americans. Are. So yeah, and he he rode. He rode. But he, he said, I'll give you five shakes if you get five shakes right. if you if you get right. That this is the best part of the story. But yeah, keep going. We tell the rest of the story. No, 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 right? okay. So yeah, so he rode it and we took pictures and we sent it all around and. Uh, yeah, it was it was a great experience. He got a very, pretty bad rash afterwards. I heard. <laughs> so the the donkey is essentially the hoverboard of Israel. She, <laughs> the words, best part was <laughs> I I got off. There, the kids were really nice and sweet. Here yeah, is, nice. you have these kids with kippahs. We got you there, and it was so nice. They're walking around by the yeshiva. So Rabbi Hartstein reaches in his pocket to to pay them the five shekel. All he goes, he said, "All I have is two shekel." <laughs> and we're looking around. Bill. So they, one of the kids, "Zelo nora," and it was very nice. And he said, and he, with a smile, he gave the two shekel. We walked away. Wow! I'm the director of finance. Director so this is of, part finance, of my job. Really, two, two shekel. <laughs> and I need to save the rest of the money great. for yeah. Wow, this has been spectacular. We, we we over a half hour. We haven't even started yet. That's yeah. unbelievable. All right, so uh, to sum up, the Base Mentors Program is a new program and unique program to Camp Masora, um, which uh, I heard, think we've heard a lot of the interesting stuff that's uh, going to be instituted this year to really create an environment for uh, kids coming back from Israel that doesn't exist in any other camp anywhere, um, led by the awesome Rabbi Hartstein, and uh, fantastic to be bringing the rest of the Hartstein clan in because uh, be a lot added to the camp in addition to the uh, seven seats in the dining room, obviously. But uh, that's not been confirmed yet. Um, uh, no. We've been threatening our kids that not all of them are necessarily. Oh, coming, okay. So, so they better be- they I better put behave. it out on the podcast just yet. They better behave. Okay, <laughs> that's that. What anything else uh, unique or special we could talk about um, uh, for the BMP program or? Uh, no, I think, I think uh, we covered all the bases. Yeah, we we really covered. It's going to be very exciting. And by the way, can I can I give one shout out? Sure, I'll give your shout out. I would like to give a shout out to. Um, Two boys who spend a lot of time around this office who go to TABC, uh, one of them being uh, Ari Katz and one of them being Yonatan Katz, who are both not related. But um, they spend do a lot of time here. Yeah, they do spend a lot of time here. That's and right. I just who do you think stuffs all the envelopes for Camp Masora? That's <laughs> right. I mean, every mailing that you get, those two boys, really, it's unbelievable what they do with their chesed hours. It's, it's amazing. It's right. well, well invested money. And by the way, who also, both of them revolve their day also around food, you know, around food, pretty much. Yeah, that's right. At about exactly like 1210, I get that email from the credit card every single day. You've gone over your limit. Well, today you went to Chickies. You know, I will tell you that speaking about those two wonderful boys so uh, i have a son who grew up with these two boys that's Yaakov, right who they haven't uh, seen in a long it's gonna be great it's really great a little scared and, of you know that, ya- yeah uh, i think yeah Yaakov's, no but it's great is you Yaakov know into food? um n- not y- yeah it's a nachas um we have time for a brief story sure. we have, you, this, i have this, about three gig of hard drive space <laughs> left, so you can keep going i got a flight to catch but uh you know one of the biggest nachases in the world uh, my, my son is in a wonderful high school called mitzvah yericho um, where he's a very, very serious learning, you know, it's a wonderful thing. But I always remember uh, <laughs> it was his uh, uh, 12th birthday. Uh, we were in Israel, um, and there's a little-known restaurant there called Papagayos, 
an all-you-can-eat uh, busser restaurant, uh, which I've gone to maybe a few times. And uh, so uh, it was Yaakov's 12th birthday, and I said to him, Yaakov, you're very hard to shop for. What do you want? You know, the typical, do you want the you know, basketball jersey? You want this? He says, Ava, what I would love more than anything else, I would love to go with you to Papagayos. Wow. No, so I started wailing, crying. But it wasn't your <laughs> birthday. <laughs> right, right. it wasn't mine, exactly. It, was, wow. it became my birthday. <laughs> it became your birthday. Um, yeah, so we actually got there. They have a, they have a lunch special, because I mean, I still live in Israel. So Is I that the place where like, they come and just yeah, keep yeah. Come and and they have this little thing that, yeah, where yeah. it's red and, and green and I'm like what is this Wait, why even bother what's the red, for? What's I, the I'm red I'm for? a little confused with the red um, <laughs> is that for Shabbos you know what, what's going on here um, and uh, yeah we got there and uh, it was it was an amazing experience the nachas of it was this is a little kid my son um, it's embarrassing to say, but he, he, I think he ate more than I did. He ate half a cow, basically. Yeah, he was, he was, and he knew how to play. You know, this is one wow. of the places you got to be smart about this. You got what we call pregame. You don't, you got any breakfast, obviously. Right. And they bring out, they be start smart. They bring out bread in the beginning and French fries, Uh-oh. and they bring out all these, you know, wings and other. And, and Yakov, Yakov, don't do that. Right. Don't do that. You know. You see, right. So he was, yeah. So he's excited. We got, we got a, also a Sheva. She's 13 years old, and she's really excited to come. Um, I forget the other names of the kids, but they're <laughs> <laughs> no, we got Aaron. Aaron's, I'm sure, very excited to come. It's going to be a great experience. And the two little kids who will be in a day camp, uh, Yonatan and Novishai, uh, wonderful kids. They're I very thought lucky. everyone's going to be in the BMP. Uh, yeah, they're going to be learning pretty stark. Wow. We're from Israel now. They're stark. And uh, Serena, as you mentioned, uh, is very excited. She has actually a, a bunch of friends um, that are on the staff as well. Um, I not so much. Um, you know, uh, I'm going to be relying both on uh, Dove Cats and Rabbi Cats uh, for, for you know for, for friendship. friendship. Uh, you're, you're in big um, trouble. Maybe maybe Rabbi Cats will give you a ride in his golf cart. Maybe maybe yeah. that's that's when you know you're uh, right. We could do it. We could we, <laughs> work out something. I'm still, again, the canteen thing I think is a Can't, pretty much. You uh, just put it on Michael Pellico's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Pellico. Or you could be like everyone named Katz who just goes, put it on Ari Katz's tab. Right. And then I think they're going to catch me, it. though. I think it's a, Eventually. Yeah. It's a digital system. <laughs> but uh, All right. So uh, Camp Masora 2000. What year is it? 2016. Tough something. Fi- finished the Hebrew year. Somebody. Where did you go to school? What? Where did you go to school again? Let's not discuss that. <laughs> I don't think it exists anymore. Wow. <laughs> so it's going to be a very exciting year. BMP program in full effect. And uh, s- how do people apply to the BMP program? Is it, is it full? Is it half full? Are there spots available? What should they do? Yeah, there there are still some spots. Uh, again, Rabbi Hartstein is very uh, selective of who he wants. Uh, very few spots left, but it's uh, the application is online, um, and uh, they should contact him via email if they're interested. Uh, which email is preferable for you? Uh, I do have a Camp Masora email. Uh, I believe it's Rav H at campmasora.com. That's Rav H spelled R A V. Yes. Yes. H. And Ralph Apple Victor Harry at campmasora.com. But you could just definitely do the office. And when that, when that gets uh, uh, sent back because I gave the wrong address, you can yes. go to the office. Uh, office at campmasora.com. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, you can definitely that. do that. And uh, obviously, um, you know, I'm always available to talk to guys to see. Uh, and uh, it's, it's definitely an interesting program. I will mention something that's very important, um, which I'm not sure I mentioned over the last uh, – three or four hours that we've been here um and that is is that this is not a, a program that is you know free i think one of the concerns that guys have when they when they come is that and from their parents as well hey you got to do something for the summer that you know financially is responsible so this is a program that pays um it wait, is, wait, 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 hold on whoa whoa they you whoa. guys hey, yo. pay back. people well, yes and we decided this is only a few weeks ago i mean i could release this i guess this is a new uh, we're not going to be paying in shekel this year mm. so yeah we'll be paying in dollars well, and i even one better yeah. They even, if they're working 
working with bunks, they have the opportunity to get tips also. Yeah. Wow. Wait, wait. So hold on. So they get paid and maybe make tips, and they don't have to pay to come to camp. Exactly. That That's right. So unlike unlike other positions in other camps where you have to pay several thousand dollars to then go work like a dog exactly. from seven in the morning till ten at night. Yeah. We're and not get. Paid. We're paying okay. you to learn Torah. Wow. So this is like this is like a real cola almost. Yeah. That's yeah. This is this is this is the this is really I think the standard of of the way a BNP program should run. Uh, guys, you know, are, are getting paid, they're getting tips, uh, and they're learning some serious Torah. So that's amazing. It's a win win for everybody. And you don't even have to apply for like three different social security numbers under your English name. <laughs> your name. That's amazing. All right, fantastic. Wow, BMP Camp Missora 2016. Awesome program, great show, Long, longest podcast yet. That was pretty impressive. I apologize, and we're we're apologize. And uh, all right, let's go to Dougie's. All right, this is Dave Katz. He's Rabbi Ari Katz. He's Rabbi Daniel Hartstein. We'll see you in Camisora. Thank you.